Good morning. It's Bikuni Wimala, and it's Sunday morning, a few minutes after 10. Uh, I'm going to begin our morning together with my wish, and I think it's a good way for all of us to kind of remember. Remember that it's not all about us. We can be thinking of all of the other beings in the world and not see everything as being about us, but it's about all of the world, all of us connected. So we have opportunities all the time to reach out to other beings, to reach out to creatures and our pets and animals in the earth and uh, make a contribution just by being part of it and being content. Uh, so let's let's do that. That always reminds us. My wish always reminds us that we're all we're all little bodhisattvas. We're all looking out for the good of each other. We're keeping ourselves safe. We always have to start from within, but we're also trying to do everything we can to keep others safe and to radiate kindness, radiate compassion. And I think this is the perfect reminder. And if you memorize my wish, it's a beautiful thing just to be able to call to mind and just uh, come up with your own way to chant it or speak as if you're reading poetry with it. But just let it be something that's resonating with you, that's bouncing around in your head so you can pull it, pull it out any time. May I become, at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a sanctuary for those, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until I attain Nibbana. So I was coughing and, and uh, mixing my lines up, so that was a good example of what happens when you, uh, if you stop doing, if you stop saying my wish all the time, and using it, if you let it get a little bit rusty, if your mind is a little bit like mine, <laughs> you remember the lines, but not in the right order. So I can put that on Facebook, actually. I, I, I'm sorry, I, uh, this morning I had to jump in and help, and help a, a fellow traveler out with something else, so I got a little bit distracted before... Uh, I was able to sit down and really be ready to meet with all of you. But that's fine. That's that's how days always go for everybody, right? So today we can practice a little bit together. Um, I was I was watching the 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 beautiful service at the temple yesterday, and uh, I don't know how many of you were there, but it was it was a it was good to watch it. And it was good. I couldn't, I was watching it on my phone, so I couldn't really make out who was there. 
I saw Carrie was there, but that was the only person I could recognize. And the monks and Bhante Bhadia and Bhante Sujata. And I know uh, a couple of our board members were there, Aaron and Rebecca. So that's really good. They were helping out, uh, making sure everybody was being careful where they were seated and everything was really set up. And apparently it went really well. So uh, if you're close enough and want to go to the temple, I'm sure it'll be happening again. So we're still in this world. And like Bonte talked about yesterday, we're like, we know the world is important. We have to have this world or we can't be human beings in this form. But the world isn't necessarily... Uh, the world, the world is muddy, and it's often marshy and kind of swampy. And uh, the 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 lily or the or the lotus, we it's what we think of as a lily, um, water lily, but it has to grow up through the mud. The roots are down in the muddy part, but it has to come up, and that flower can only bloom as it comes up out of the water. So we need the muddy stuff because this is what this is why we're here. There are experiences that we need to understand, and most of them are experiences we need to understand we don't need anymore, <laughs> that we're done with it. So with everything going on, the more we can take it as, uh, see everything that we think as these are our opinions, this is what I think, but it's not what everybody else thinks, and this whole thing is revolving not around me as one of the axes, but it's revolving and doing its own thing. And uh, we, we can find our place, but our place is not to be too attached to this, uh, this ego, this body, this, this brain, and let a lot of that go and just be, be able to... Uh, if we can continually be thinking about the good of others and the and the good we can do just for the world itself, and we we lose that sense of uh, personal attachment to it, and that's what we're trying to do all the time is lose that lose that uh, ego that needs to speak up and be right and lose the just lose that this is all about me. We've talked about that before, and I know. We, all of us who study the teachings of the Buddha know knows that that's a very important one that we're we are not things don't belong to us things are not who we are and so it's always it's always good to step back and be able to view things from a distance that's viewing it with equanimity and we know that distance view shows us the bigger picture. So keep looking for the bigger picture. Keep trying to, let's all keep doing that. Uh, and I know it's easy. It's, it's, uh, it's easy to get caught up in the, our small view. And that's what we're always trying to work with. That's why we're trying to, that's why I think my wish is important. Anything that you can, can read or that gives you a good feeling about stepping back away from any personal attachment to 
what's going on in the world. And it, just because we don't have a personal attachment doesn't mean we can't be active in uh, wanting to see the world become a better place. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means we're not, we have to let go of our personal attachment to how soon it's going to take to achieve those ends. And that what we think and want to do about everything is right. We have to be standing back even when we're trying to make a make a sea change in the world. We have to do it from an uh, impersonal position. We can't get our emotions all tangled up in it, and we have to think about what's right for uh, for the planet, not for me personally. My best story about that lately, we had a we had a wild turkey coming to all of our apartments and uh, looking inside and uh, I had water already out for squirrels and birds and the turkey loved the water so I made sure I you know made sure I had plenty for him too at the end of the day and uh, was trying to find food that he would eat so he could share with the squirrels and the chipmunks and then I was talking to some people at the uh, farm supply store, Farm and Fleet, or which the one in Woodstock, and got over away from the pet food into the into the farmers area with the big fifty pound bags of things. And uh, when I began talking to a few people there, I realized feeding them corn at this time of the year is not probably not a great thing because the farmers use that to fatten up their chickens and their animals in the fall. So feeding a wild turkey cracked corn probably wasn't the best idea that's hard enough for them to fly. And then another person started talking about, yeah, you know, coyotes, coyotes can get the turkeys. And so be careful about that because the coyotes will be, they know where people are feeding them. So they are really sly and they can wait and wait until it's the right opportunity and then they can get the animal. So I thought, well, okay, I'm trying. I think the squirrels and the chipmunks can escape the coyotes because all the food and, that I have is right by bushes and right around a tree. But then I thought, I ha I'm having all these wonderful thoughts about uh, providing extra food for the turkey and the water for sure I have for all the critters. And then I realized I want to do this good thing for the turkey, but I might be setting that turkey up to be, uh, to to become uh, his, his that turkey schedule might become too regular, coming over to our apartments and a coyote, which we know we have around this area, they're everywhere. Uh, that coyote might be watching and waiting for his his or her opportunity, and so it was such a dilemma, and I thought. What it, I mean, this is this is kind of a no-brainer dilemma, and it's uh, the world isn't isn't <laughs> the world isn't going to stop rotating on its axis if I uh, make the wrong choice. But the turkey might be killed, and I thought I really just wanted to do something good for the turkey, and I found people that know a lot more about turkeys than I do, wild turkeys, and about poultry and got became better informed and and then i felt like i have to be i don't need to be trying to attract this turkey because it delights me 
and it makes me feel good to have a wild turkey like like what I've been putting out for the other creatures that can jump up in a tree. Um, so I, I really had to back away from trying to think about how can I entice that turkey to eat my delicious food. And now, for the last few days, we haven't seen the turkey. And one of my other neighbors was saying to me, I haven't seen the turkey around for a few days. I wonder if a coyote got got her. And and I thought, well, at least I didn't put a bunch of cracked corn out to, to keep the turkey coming. But this is the way life is. My really loving having that turkey outside my door, um, that was more about me. It wasn't really about taking good care of the turkey. And I have another very good friend who said, well, that's she, she's shared the experience that she's had. She has a bird, uh, a lot of water and, and lots of bird feeders, and she sees beautiful birds all year long. But she said, there will be an occasional hawk that comes diving down, and as she's watching the birds and just being delighted by them, she's had occasions where a hawk will just come down and zoom off one of those birds' goes uh, in the in the claws of the hawk and this is our this is our angst right we're trying to help the little creatures and then we have those questions like well are we helping or is, is there more hindrance or more help so this is how life is so don't get attached personally to the things that you want to do and think are good ideas until you've really tried to look at it as, as best you can from all those different angles. And um, then you decide what, you, what to do that seems to be the most appropriate for the moment and the time and, and look, at your, look at your end goals. Is it to please yourself and make your life a little more delightful? Or is it actually, or is it actually helping a situation? So, I hope my, I hope. See, I'm calling it my wild turkey. I hope a turkey is safe. Um, maybe it's not, and and I'm not going to take full responsibility. The turkey was coming around before I knew about it, so. I can't take full responsibility and shame myself either that I may have contributed to the creating of a sentity that a coyote could stake out, a turkey. So enough of that. But be careful about everything you do. Don't just do it because you have a whim or because uh, it, suits, it suits the way you want to protest against the world and the injustices in the world. Make sure it's actually doing no harm and make sure it's done with loving kindness but we can do a lot of things with loving kindness that may that may be leading to harm so we have to have all of those things it has to be remember our our right uh, intention needs to be renunciation letting go of those things we no longer need to drag around with us uh, living life simply and loving-kindness in everything that we do, and also harmlessness. So now I'm, I'm more aware from my personal experience of uh, the 
ramifications of harmlessness. And there's always something else to learn, right? So if, if you're feeding wild animals, be warned. Okay, I'm watching a chipmunk run back and forth watching me. Um, this morning, I'm just going to uh, recite my wish one more time. And if you want to sit and begin to meditate, and then I'm going to have to leave to help out with another class. And uh, I will see you again on Tuesday. Thank you for listening to my turkey story. So just close your eyes. This is for you to begin some practice and stay with it as long as you can, although I'll have to leave soon. And I'm going to read it so I don't mess up the lines this time, but close your eyes and be in that comfortable position. And then just stay as long as you can. Be with yourself. Be with your, be with your goodness. Be with your good intentions. And just uh, sit for a while with a quiet, calm heart. And be with yourself. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Nibbana is that final liberation. And I think regardless of our specific spiritual path, we all have that image of our final liberation. Keep sitting, be with yourself, even if it's just for a few more minutes. See you Tuesday. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for being here to help me become grounded. Thanks. <laughs>